miles of hard road, 33 years of tough luck, 44 skulls buried in the ground, crawling down through the muck, oh yeah! to us on iTunes and Stitcher. Don't forget to rate and review us and please tell a friend. Also, if you're a shopper on Amazon, it's already easy enough for you, so uh, so is helping us. Go to PositiveSarcasm.com and click on either the Amazon link or the banner at the bottom of the homepage. It costs you nothing, but every purchase you make helps support the entire PS universe. We appreciate your support. Please tell a friend. Whole gang's here today, eating sandwiches, rocking cookies, and I'm um, here with uh, an amino shake. Obviously, you guys already know why, but uh, hey, we've got a few things to talk about today. We also reviewed the movie Lawless. But uh, first things first, got to start off with kind of a sad note. I uh, had to pull the plug on a friend uh, Sunday, uh, side by side for like about five years. Hey, by the way, uh, Mark and I are here. Um, <laughs> but uh, it's pretty rough, you know, a lot of good times together. So uh, I'd like to take this opportunity to uh, have a moment of silence for uh, my uh, Samsung Rogue. I was wondering if that phone you were dicking around with yesterday was new. Because it didn't look like the... Can I please have a moment of silence? Fuck you and fuck your phone. And uh, no, I thought you, you were can't. talking about a real person. I was like, what Why would you fuck? actually I think was, he was What serious? is going on? I don't know. Because he's fucking Corso. That's why. I was actually expecting Shane to like pull out a knife and kill the bit. but Because uh, he's been playing a lot of Assassin's Creed right, lately. So what'd I you, have What did you get for a new phone? What took its place? Uh, I got this Moto Droid thingy. <laughs> he's uh, got it in a little sunglasses case, everybody. I didn't want to mess it up. You know? Droid. I don't have a lot of possessions. Droid. So I figured I'd make this Sizzle. one be okay. Ooh, yeah, look at that, that, huh? The rubber back. It looks pretty good. You got you got old Wi-Fi and stuff on that thing? Yeah. Look at you. Yeah, I know, moving up in the world. 21st century. Yeah. 21st I feel like... century, Fox. Welcome to the 19th century. Yeah, I know. It was weird, though. You, like, walk in there, and it's... You're like, ah, look, my phone is just... It's got Alzheimer's. I don't think it's going to make Did they it. laugh at you? Was the kid that you... Wa- I think the woman wanted to yell at me. The woman that you walked in on was uh, younger than your phone? No, she was much older. Mm-hmm. And much less and much less attractive I than myself. Sure I you, yeah, but uh, it's nice. It, it's it is nice. I mean, I didn't have to pay for it, but I mean, I don't. It's think... pretty. It has a lock on it. Is this I, one of the newer ones? I don't know. I did that yesterday. It was on display. That's all I know. Sopel yesterday, I was trying to use his phone, and I asked him how to use it, and he goes, <laughs> he goes, I'm Shane. I only like Apple. I don't know how to use other things. <laughs> <laughs> it was hilarious. He was like, look for the fucking button that says phony jacket. Well, a lot of these, lo- you know, the Apple the iPhone just has a slide to unlock. It's so easy. Um, you hear that, Sopo? My phone's cooler than yours. Some of the other phones, they have like this thing where you make a zigzag on the screen. It's like, okay, yeah, we know you're not, you're trying not to be Apple, zigzag, fuckaroo, whatever. Just, it has the, it has the, uh, the zag type, but I don't use yours it. Yours is a, a swipe down. I mean, it's cool. The phone's a phone, whatever. It's yeah. all good. I thought about getting an Apple for about 10 seconds and I was like, no. So one time I got an iPhone before Mark, back before I 
iPhones. Every grandma on earth had an iPhone. And I got it before Mark, and I thought he was going to kill himself. I was jealous. Yeah. It's just kind of like how I was telling Joey I was going to get a problem new... was he couldn't made it. He couldn't find a gun made by Apple. When I, <laughs> uh, when I, I was, was going to... jealous. <laughs> when I was going to get that new car, remember, from my dad. And then... Oh, uh, uh, yeah. The next... Mercury Mountaineer. Yeah, three days before I was supposed to get it, Joey shows up with a new car because he couldn't let me have a new car before him. Yeah. He just didn't tell anybody about it. He's like, oh, guys, I'll drive to Duncan's this morning. Why, Joe? You never offered to drive before. Oh, I'll drive today. <laughs> oh, where's your car? <laughs> blip, blip. It's fucking sob. Oh, it's my sob. Yeah. It doesn't make that sound anymore because I ripped the alarm out. <laughs> so this is off to a banging start. Yeah. This is a, uh, well, hey, you know what? It's good cafe talk. Like, we, us three assholes will be seen in a cafe. Got my bistro sandwich here. If you do. <laughs> bistro sandwich. Took you seven Shane, hours Shane has to his... take it out at the fucking grocery store. Oh, so now you're telling me that's why you're I don't care. The store. You sound like me. You apologize about gonna, 90 I'm going to meet you up front because I can't stand <laughs> you looking at the drinks. <laughs> Fuck you. That lady that almost hit us with a fucking shopping cart. And, oh, excuse me, that we had to say excuse me, not her. It's because we're polite. You should have seen me, and, and I know you're going to get mad at me, but I'm just joking. Yep. We were walking in, and I stop in the middle of the story to wait for this old lady to get done with her cart, to take her cart for her. Mark's like, what are you doing? I'm going ahead. I <laughs> wasn't mad at you for helping a person. I was like, "What are you? why are you stopping? Because I stopped, and there was a lady backing out of the spot coming right at me, and I was like, oh, fuck. I got to keep going, or else I'm going to get hit. So that old lady like that squirrel that stops in the middle of the road when a cart is coming, and they're like, oh, what do I do? The old lady said, bless you. You stop for the and- squirrel. You stop for the squirrel. She said, bless she you. And Would you rather be the reason. asshole that stopped for the squirrel or the asshole that killed the squirrel? No, you keep driving because if you stop, that's when they get confused and you hit them. If you keep, if you gun it through, you will not hit the squirrel. Same works for babies. <laughs> you know, you edit that out. No, let's not edit it out. It was stupid. It's terrible. No, 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 right? We talk about the editing after the fact. <laughs> and then I just leave it in anyway. Yep. <laughs> yep. The only thing you edited out last week was Mark yelling at you. Uh, yes, I did. <laughs> Under my breath, everything else was was still in there. Yeah, that was pretty easy to edit out. I just went like this, this this minute and that minute gone. I'm just really glad you left in the sizzle. At least I usually leave in the sizzle. Hey, they got a new promo. I gotta look that up in a minute. Oh, yeah. I don't right. think it's. Oh, what are we sizzling. doing here, guys? What are we doing? You're eating a cookie. You're eating a sandwich. I'm drinking a thing. The we're one talking, week, and we're talking about the movie Lawless. The one week I have like six pages worth of shit to bring up. We're sitting My here God. shooting shit for no reason. That's okay. I worked hard today. We can sometimes shoot the shit. What's the problem with that? Yeah. It's called podcasting. Like we're not so robotic. Like That's what podcasting is. Podcasting shooting the shit when you have nowhere else to go or nothing to do. <laughs> Screw limitations. Order, <laughs> Shane. This is supposed to be for fun. Mark just wants to go home alone because he's never home alone. <laughs> he wants to walk around naked and touch himself. Yeah, exactly. Exactly what I wanted. To I've do. been married. I know what's up. All right, let's do this. <laughs> you want me to edit that part out too? Yeah, probably. I'm divorced <laughs> now. I wonder why. Yeah. Actually, that's good content. Yeah. All right. So I can tell you guys stories. Right. Yeah. I'll, okay. Well, maybe on another podcast. Maybe on another podcast. We'll call it the confessional. Yeah. Okay. Let's move on. All right. Okay. Lawless. 2012. Shia LaBeouf. Sh- uh, no. Hang on. Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> Tom Hardy. Guy Pierce. Uh, Jessica Chastain. Mia Wasikowski. Is that her name? The, uh, yeah, the chick basically out. set. Uh, what would the, can I ask you guys a wait, really we forgot weird about, question? Uh, what's his face? Well, can, I get the, can I get the, the actual no. stuff out first? No, I'm, I'm Gary Oldman. Oh, you're hijacking. hijacking. I'm hijacking this conversation. All right, feel free. All right, go ahead. Am, am I the only person? You just took in this podcast. I just took in this podcast to go in a really weird direction. I don't want to go off on a rant here, babe, but chicka, uh, hey, babe, chicka, chicka, bang, bang. <laughs> um, so, am I the only guy that like found her? 
This is going to sound really weird, but I found her a lot more attractive in that movie when she was, like, wearing her clothes than when she was naked. Like, the whole time I was thinking, why the fuck did she just take off her clothes that had nothing to do with the movie? Is that just me? About? Chastain, she got naked in the movie. You did watch the movie, right? And I found her less attractive. Yeah, than... I remember that scene. Well... Am I the only one? No. Okay. All let's... right, you know what it is? All right. I understand what you're saying. I think girls look better in clothes Where's than they do naked sometimes. I, I think with her in this movie is she's wearing... Can we wearing, cut this off? Hang on. No, no, no. I understand what you're saying. She's wearing the long sleeves. The more awkward it gets, the more likely I'm going to leave it. I like your style in the movie. She long sleeves and the long dress. You're imagining what's underneath there. Yeah. And it's a challenge to say, okay, she's not showing anything. So See? you're like, that's attraction. Um, prime example is, I think, I don't know if Joe's, Joe's seen the movie Cowboys and Aliens. Seen it. I've seen it. You have? Yes. Uh, Olivia Wilde in that movie, extra hot. Why? I love her. Long dress, long sleeve shirt. I thought she looked smoking in that in that outfit yep. more than anything else I've seen her because there's nothing showing. So it's you're leaving it all to the imagination. You know another one, Rachel McAdams in The Notebook? Yeah. I find her a lot more attractive in that movie than I do the other ones. Okay. I decided to tell you. Um, that was Gossett a really was weird really, little... Was really good in that movie too. No, nah, he looks beard. better when he takes off his shirt. Just no, like Joey. I like him with the beard. Really? Can we just cut those five minutes out and go? No, you're getting no, punished. Leave it. No, but am I the only one that thinks like I just like a little to the imagination? You know what I'm saying? I like it. I thought yeah. she looked hot. Didn't you a couple podcasts ago talk about being like sexist and stuff like that? That's not sexist. <laughs> I'm saying women don't have to take off their clothes to be attractive. She looked more attractive when she was wearing her clothes. Either way, she was attractive. Well, yes, she was attractive either way. She's Jessica Chastain. I'm just been, saying it was seemed a little been, unnecessary. I didn't see Tom Hardy complaining. Then again, he had his throat cut in the movie. That's true. It may have been an unnecessary nude scene. Yeah. yeah. It's one of those scenes where they're nude and you're like, well, what's Maybe the point it's because I'm not 16 and I've seen enough breasts on my, like, the yeah, internet. On your iPhone? <laughs> yeah. Just... I've seen three breasts in real life and a whole bunch of myself. <laughs> I played Leisure Suit Larry when I was 12. Well, can we get back to, of course, I'm being like, have you seen the movie? Like, dude, I watched this movie six months ago, all right? Did you really? Did you yeah. watch it again? I saw, no, yeah, I watched well, it again. Well, guess what, Mark? I've There's a cookie, it. so feel free to have one. I've seen this, this movie when I watched it back in the day. I was like, Joe, you got to watch Lawless. You got to watch Lawless. This movie was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. It's a good movie. Yeah. When when I mean, Joey said Shia LaBeouf is called Wallace, I was like, "What the fuck?" I don't like Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf pisses me. Hang on, let's. The, so. the it's based on a book called The Wettest County in the World. And the first thing I did was Amazon that and take and a picture, yeah. so I'm gonna buy it later. It's set yeah. in the Depression era in a in a county called Franklin. It's in based in Virginia. It's a trio of bootlegging brothers that are threatened by a new special deputy during Prohibition. And other I am authorities. Baby reading. Yay. You done? Yeah. Okay. Um, and other authorities angling for a cut of their profits. So dirty cops coming in wanting a piece of the bootlegging for the moonshine. Of course. Your brother says go fuck yourself. And the next thing you know, people are getting killed, stuff's getting stolen, and shit gets crazy. Um, like I said, starring Tom Hardy, Shia LaBeouf, LaBeouf, Guy Pierce, and Gary Oldman randomly shows up. Yo, who is, who is Guy Pierce? He was uh, – He was – Okay. What, let's compare. There's three. Oh, right. When on. we talk about bad guys, bad guy. There's he was a bad guy, like the main bad guy, the yeah, the right. bad, guy. bad guy, like yeah. the weirdo. Oh yeah, yeah. Let's compare him as far as baddies. There is Colonel Tavington from the Patriot. There is uh, Christoph Waltz, his character, the his character from uh, Inglorious Bastards, and then there's this asshole from Lawless. Hold on, you forgot somebody. Well, I'm, those are the two right off the top of my head. No, you forgot Mr. Joshua from Lethal Weapon. No. Oh, I thought maybe you meant the, the, the uh, fake Kermit from the new Muppet movie. <laughs> nah, he could be up there. No. The, I haven't seen Mr. It. Joshua, no. I, that's not the type of baddies I'm talking about. Yeah, I'm is. talking about baddies that are just evil. badass. Just evil. Like yeah, Colonel, Joshua. Colonel Tavington was cold. He lit a church on fire with the entire town inside of it. 
Okay, he was cold, but he got results. He but he was an absolute psychopath and didn't care about who he killed and how he did it as long as he won the battle. Then there was Christoph Waltz's character, the Nazi, or he was referred to as the Jew Hunter, in Inglorious Bastards. Every time that guy opened his mouth to talk or chew his food, you absolutely despised him. But as far as Guy Pierce's character, Charles Charlie Rakes, who was a Chicago police officer or a Chicago detective, first of all, his look was greasy. He was pure evil. I think he even shaved his eyebrows. And every part of him, like when he walked in, he had like a suit on. He like he had his hair slicked back. Yeah. He was like black, like black cream to black in his hair. Yeah, he, was he, just, just, he was like a scumbag. He, he was evil. He was just a nasty, nasty person. And you hated him from the moment he arrived. You thought that Gary Oldman's character was going to be more the baddie in this one, but he was more of a ruthless businessman. As far as, but then again, he became super. He was super nice to the guys once he started getting a, a, a cut of their profits. But this prick shows up, Guy Pierce's character, and just starts killing everybody and doesn't even give a shit. I don't, and you don't even really know why. Hey, um, what was up with the scene with the the naked African American and then him greasing his hair? He that was a prostitute. No, she was like crying. She wasn't a prostitute. She was the lady that was hanging out with that the other brother. I don't know. I don't know it, was it was a quick scene, but scene obviously funny. he did something uh, unappreciative to her, and uh, he treated yeah. her like shit. And His character uh, was scummy. Since like, this is during the nineteen, you know, the, the early nineteen hundreds, uh, I'm sure you know African Americans weren't looked too kindly upon, and I'm sure he treated her like absolute shit either way, regardless of her skin color. This guy was pure fucking evil, absolute evil. Um, so you knew how, he, from the moment you met him, you knew that something horrible was going to happen to him at the end. Well, yeah, he killed a, uh, yeah. handicapped Scumbags person. like that don't survive. Okay, so, anyway, there are three brothers, they are, I'm sorry, let's get on track. Yeah, please. There, there are three brothers, they are bootleggers, they're kind of badasses, Shia LaBeouf's the youngest one, there's a myth going around, or a, like Jack or something? Yeah. And there's a theory going around that the three brothers are uh, immortal, basically. Yeah. Which um, they continue to prove throughout the movie. Well, Tom Hardy, Forrest uh, bon- Bonnerant. Yeah. Bonnerant. He, yeah. He, him alone like makes the movie. Like his he he like, gets ridiculous. his throat slit. He was oh. all he was all baned up. Still, he was like. Hey, did you notice that guy had a, like a big knot on his throat before he punched him and made that made his throat explode? No. He had a big knot on his throat ahead ahead of time. It might have been. Uh, you know what it might have been? It might have been a prop piece. So when he punched him, his throat the, 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 the blood piece popped. But that was basically when he, when Tom Hardy's character punched the guy in the throat with the brass knuckles. He essentially oh, yeah. blew his trachea yeah. up, and and it just slid to the left. And as soon as that happens, you're dead. So basically, the, the the little holler they lived in. Yeah, I'm from the south. I said holla. The little holler they lived in was basically all stills everywhere, all moonshine, and the cops didn't care. They were doing whatever they wanted, and then an attorney general sent in some douchebag to basically steal money from the bootleggers to give them free passage to do whatever they wanted. And uh, these three bro- everybody else like gave them money and the three brothers told them to fuck off because they were badasses. And um, so, you know, the whole story is basically like their lies with the you know, the uh, mobsters and shit from Chicago coming down on them. And Shia LaBeouf ends up, he's the younger brother, but he ends up um, making big deals through Chicago with gangsters and getting a lot of money. Um, it's it's pretty crazy. There's a lot of violence in it, but it was it was really entertaining too. It yeah, had like, a story behind it. I think it. like Shia, like his character is kind of like a chip on his shoulder, where his brothers won't let him. Kind yeah, of be he's what considered they want. he was considered weak. He yeah, wanted he to like, prove himself. Right, he wanted to yeah. prove himself. He ends up 
like you know, Sh- great Shia LaBeouf fashion, fucking everything up for everybody, right? Crying in a room alone. Say what you want about Shia LaBeouf, but he's an intense Try, character. He did try, good. He's trying intense. to impress a chick. You know, it was actually, um, and I know the, I'm the guy that always says sweet on the podcast, but when he was flirting with her when she was in the car, yeah, like their little interaction, it was really, yeah, was they like had a, chemistry. It was yeah, pretty, yeah, it, it was, was pretty yeah. sweet. Like the way they were teasing each other back and forth and stuff, it was cool. And he had the, uh, he still had the price tag on his jacket. Yeah, I remember that. He had some nice looking clothes, though. Those were some nice looking clothes. Sweet ass cars. Yeah. Actually, that convertible, I was a big so fan. So I of. made a joke at the beginning of the movie. I was like, what is this movie about the beginning of Na- uh, NASCAR? <laughs> and then they talked about souping up the carburetor. And Turns I, out he was right. <laughs> Joey goes, this is about NASCAR. <laughs> yeah, I was kind of funny when they were driving like real fast through the yeah. roads and stuff. You know, that's how it started. Because that's how NASCAR that's started. That's exactly yeah. how it started. And, uh, you know, it was pretty cool to kind of, it was almost like a Forrest Gump side note. It's like, oh, and this is how that happened. Even though it had, you know, nothing to do was with it like Charlotte was character really trying to make a, like a runs, right? Yeah, so that's what they do so they can get away from fast, the police. So they get away from the cops. So they, so they, so they would give them better cops, suspension, yeah. better suspension so they could turn better, right, right. and larger carburetors so they could dump more fuel into the engine so it would go faster. So you know, Boom, that was it. So at one point, um, you guys know his name, but I don't. He got his throat slit. Tom Hardy. Tom, Tom Hardy character. gets his throat slit, and then his girlfriend gets raped, and then... Uh, so basically, they're kind of like holed up for a while. They have all this booze. She pretty much saves his ass. Too. Yeah. She finds him in the parking lot underneath that fucking car. The guy like yeah. slit his throat. Like, so then Shia LaBeouf drives up. to Chicago and sells uh, their liquor to the mobster. They get yep. a crap ton of money, and then they end up making this huge ass still, like three stills inside this old barn. Yep. I think it's sweet. And then so they're just making money hand over fist, and then they eventually Shia LaBeouf takes the uh, preacher's daughter. To there, and the the cops follow him, and yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, there's all hell breaks loose. Oh yeah, place, dude, it's all like, fucked up. It's basically just a whole bunch of gunfights. It, it's it's just like a bootlegger story, and how you know during the prohibition, people that were just making alcohol, you know, just people wanting to drink. Basically, they're like a shit ton of people dying over it. You know, like someday there'll be stories about how you know when marijuana's legal in 40 yeah. years. There's gonna be stories about people who were selling drugs back in the day, and everybody's gonna be like, "Why they give a shit? It's just yeah, weed. exactly, <laughs> exactly. Like yeah, well, moonshine's like you can make that pretty much out of anything. Yeah, and a lot of times you gotta be careful drinking it because you could get sick from it. Oh, I wouldn't drink it. I've dr- I've had it before. Well, yeah, it's but disgusting. I mean, you, yeah, but you had like the kind of no. Like, I've had some. It was from a distillery, like you know, in my in my in my former hometown. Uh, it makes it, and they distribute it in the local liquor store. That's cool. Here. And we had some on a trip, and like you know, we all, every, all the guys had a shot of it. It was, it was horrible. My buddies, yeah, uh, rough. Mitch and Stefaroni Pizza, they they live down in California or uh, North Carolina now, and uh, she she always takes photos of her drinking the moonshine straight from the distillery, like oh, that. Yeah. And it's like in like jars and stuff. That's how this stuff comes. It comes in a jar. Yeah, yeah. It's like got the twist top of the jar with a. With That's a more just a thing to make it look quaint, but you well, know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm, all right, well, okay, you know, you don't have to, you know, downgrade my story or whatever. So Mark's story sucks. Um, yeah, well, Mark's story well, was yeah. sent down to the miners. <laughs> designated for yeah, assignment. Sergeant Pepperoni over here has got the big, you know, the best stories with his, with the moonshine. Excuse me. Uh, he's a world traveler. Yeah, apparently. Uh, Sometimes we get depressed, guys. Uh, as far as a goof goes, there was, um, when they were driving around in the, in the truck with all the booze in the back. I do. Uh, apparently, uh, when they were driving in the truck full of moonshine, the amount of crates in the back of the truck changed several times. Oh, did it really? That's yeah. funny. You know, but I mean, you're going to see that in every movie. I mean, the amount of time they spend making those movies is always going to be mistakes. But I just Yeah, thought... there was something else in that movie that I noticed, too. I, I can't remember exactly what it was now, but they, there was a thing where, like, like 
somebody had something like it was holding something, but then you know you switch the scene and then it's gone, but then it's back. Yeah, it happens all the time. You're right, but it's but you know of... it's a movie that you know twenty six million dollar production budget, and you had all those characters. I mean, that's a lot of money right that's there. A pretty I mean, heavy. Shia, heavy Shia got like he gets so. like fifteen twenty million per tra- for the Transformer, the last Transformer movie he did. You got Tom Hardy who just finished doing. Uh, the Dark Knight Rises. Came out the same you have year. Jessica Chastain, who was in Zero Dark Thirty, and then you have all these additional characters. Gary Oldman's not cheap. Guy Pierce isn't. Well, Guy Pierce is. I'm not gonna say he's cheap or whatever, but he's in a lot of. He's a big time actor, no it's doubt like about it. Like the B rate movies, man. He's good. Well, there, he did that one movie which I thought was terrible. See, the thing with him is, is that he's been in some really good. He's just done. He doesn't. He doesn't care about the spotlight. Just, he doesn't care about the spotlight. He's like. The, he's like the action James Franco. You know, <laughs> like he'll, yeah. he'll just be in anything. I'm a big fan of Guy Pierce, though. I like his stuff. I mean, I mean, he was in Memento. I really liked that movie. So. That was the one, uh, the one uh, Christopher Nolan movie I wasn't a fan of. I need to watch that movie again. I, uh, Memento? Yeah, there's certain movies I need to watch again as an adult to like see if Nolan's I actually like one them. of his first movies. That was, really? I, like, yeah. I thought it was good. He did Memento, and then he did Insomnia with... Uh, oh, that was good, too. Pacino and... Uh, Robin Williams. Robin Williams? My buddy Chappie back in the day always liked Memento a lot. Yeah. Memento was good. Insomnia was good. That movie was stressful. Usually, when you have insomnia, it is. Well, you, Pacino sells it in that movie, man. I mean, Dude, Pacino on. sells everything. You're gonna tell me, gotta... great ass, right? <laughs> we, were uh, to, we were talking about that one of the earlier podcasts. We oh, about the, movie, the movie. If Heat. I was the man I was 20 years ago, yeah, I'd burn this building to the ground. Is that the same guy? No. Pacino? No, no that was. So. We're, we're talking know, about. You know we're talking about Pacino? Heat, which is a three-hour. No, but what movie opera. is that? It's um. What? Sense, oh, Sense of a Woman. Who's in that? That's Pacino? Uh, I, that's Pacino and Chris O'Donnell. Hey guys, um, it wouldn't be a podcast if I didn't say, "Oh my God, the trees are coming to life." Mark Wahlberg impression. My terrible Mark Wahlberg impression. <laughs> the trees are oh, okay. Yeah, is that right. from the village. Oh no, my from, God, they're coming to life. They're trying no, to get it's, us. It's from the happening. Oh, the happening. That's what I meant. That's what I meant. Right. Yeah. I say this every week. If you guys not never known what I was say a lot about? of things. I only really thought about it like this week when I was listening to the podcast <laughs> and you made me do my bag impression. Yeah. And then right after I did it, you were like, Oh my God, the trees are coming to life. And I was like, Wait, is that the happening? Like, what the hell is he talking? No, about? the worst impression of all time absolutely was Shane's Mike Tyson impression. <laughs> that was the worst. I'm gonna eat your children. It's <laughs> like, what the fuck are you talking about? Oh, man. I got to edit this goddamn thing. This rum punch is getting me. Yeah. All right, so you guys want to continue on? or you want to get right to getting you. It's also healthy. You want to get to uh, the rating? What are your other thoughts on this movie before we rate it out? Um, it was a really cool story. I'm probably going to read the book, and I oh, would I'm recommend it. I'm glad you liked it. it. I'm, I'm going to recommend it to people. Oh, yeah, it's cool, good. yeah. Uh, I, I had no desire to watch it when you guys brought it up, but it was it was pretty cool, man. I like Tom Hardy's uh, gray cardigan spider because I have the exact, yeah, I I have the you, exact same I one. I thought of you during the movies. So I was like, I bet Mark likes the style in this movie. He does. He would. He Mark would dress like that for the rest of his life. He's in the Mumford and Sons. No, oh, that was basically what it was. They were like Mumford and Sons. Yeah. They, were, they put guitars on those three guys. There you go. <laughs> you know. I will wait. Yeah. I will wait for. Can we just say what? that Mumford and Sons is getting made fun of by people, and it's giving uh, legit acoustic bands a bad name because people think they're all just manufactured because of Mumford and Sons. I have to say when I when I first heard them I made the I made fun of them. Well, and, no, and, and, Mumford, and you know what? Mumford and Sons Now is, I like them. They suck compared to like fucking Lone Bellow uh and I know the Lumineers get a lot of shit too but they're not bad. They got some good songs. I read I was I reading really an article and they said that they uh said that uh Houndmouth is the American. Is the American I read that you sent me that today. That's yeah. the one, right? We'll the talk American about that version. in a bit. Yeah. But yeah, the Mumford and Sons has no fucking melodies. I hate their song. I like the one that Joe was just singing there. But yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, and good. so they have a couple. The of guitar songs, in that, or the banjo. Yeah. It's kind of like it's like uh, 
it's not, it's, not it's, it's like Coldplay on bluegrass. There you go. Yeah, anyway, the movie. I just totally pulled that right, out of my right. ass. Yeah, so, I mean, Tom Hardy's character is my favorite. The guy that doesn't get a lot really? of credit is, uh, <laughs> is the middle brother. Um, I can't remember the actor's actual name, but... Oh, Zippy? But he's he was a pretty good role in the movie. He was kind of like the, the brother. Like, I mean, Forrest uh, Bonnerant or whatever, Tom Hardy's character was like the leader. Of the, the leader, you know what I mean? Jason you know, Clark. Yeah, that guy kind of kept things together. He's also... He was like the muscle almost. Yeah, he's also starring in the new... Uh, Planet of the Apes movie, so I mean the guy's getting a little something now. So yeah, I thought it was a good movie. Um, Tom Hardy's character, I mean the guy, like that gunshot, the gunfight at the end, like I mean, how does he survive that? How does he survive a, a, a throat slashing and getting gunned down in the middle of the street and not becoming RoboCop, right? So well, and the funny thing is too, like these guys basically kill cops right in front of all the other cops. Yep, and then they just get to go back and be farmers. <laughs> yeah, because. The other cops knew that the cops that they killed were corrupt. Like, so it's, you those know, cops were after those that cops whole time were. frame is crazy. Like, you know, sh- Chicago's famous for it, but Kansas City was pretty crazy, too, with the yeah. mob. Yeah. Um, like, where my dad's girlfriend used to work there at Union Station, it's like this huge building. It used to be a train depot. Uh, I found out that both of my grandparents got, uh, both of my grandpas got shipped off to, to the war from there. Wow. Uh, so that's kind of cool history, you know, to be in a room where that happened, you know? Yeah. But it's like this big train depot, and now there's offices in it and stuff, and they have receptions and stuff there. Um, but, like, there was a huge massacre there in, like, the 40s. Like, fucking 40 people died, like, really? monsters killing cops and stuff. It was just pretty bad shit like crazy. Back of it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah, Prohibition shit. was crazy, man. It was just, it was just, another, crazy. just another illegal product to smuggle, and anybody yeah. had their hands on it. I mean, that stuff was out of control. And this movie kind of captured it uh, in a pretty in a pretty good way. I mean, it was brutal. It was all kinds of different cast of characters. Yeah. Gary Oldman's character was a perfect example of somebody who was, if you were on his side, he protected the investment. If you weren't, he'd throw you in a ditch, shoot you in the head, and fucking bury you. Remember when he hit the uh, the manager from? Oh my god, he shows up with that Tommy and just smokes that guy. <laughs> smokes him. Doesn't even care. Stands right in front of the car and I believe unloads. You. But my Tommy gun don't. No. <laughs> I'm going to give you to the count of 10 yes. to get your no good yellow. Hey, um, what's the movie? Time and keister off my property. Or pump your gut full of lead. One, two, ten. <laughs> so what's the movie where uh, Chris Robinson's ex-wife is... Uh, is it a lead singer for the Black Rose? Yeah. It's not about Kate Hudson. Kate Hudson. That movie, you know, almost famous. Yeah. So the guy that got hit in the head with the shovel... Was uh, the manager from Almost Famous? Every time you guys you guys say oh hit, right yep yeah every time you guys say hit in the head with a shovel I immediately go back to that Johnny Depp movie Secret Window where at the end he completely realizes that it's him all along and guys as far as a spoiler alert if you don't figure it out in the first five minutes of Secret Window that it's actually Johnny Depp you're a goddamn idiot okay you literally and at the end of the movie he's just like he's he just goes all Johnny Depp out I mean he might as well have been you know. Wow. He might as well just been wearing wearing one of his his special scarfs at that time, no, no, and then this cool. and then this other dude just comes walking along, and he just wrecks this guy in the face with a shovel. I mean, full bong, and then digs the shovel into his neck. I mean, just absolutely ridiculous. Why don't you pull more booze? Shit, Jesus. why don't you pour a little bit more in there, my man? That was too much. Yeah, this is gonna be a short podcast. We're gonna <laughs> drink it slow. Um, all right, uh, give me your the shovel. Uh, give me a rating, Mark. This is a solid uh, three. Yeah, three. I'm Mark. Solid three. It's all three, huh? It's all three. It was, it was cool. I would recommend it. You guys, you know what movie it reminded me of now that I just thought about it two seconds ago? And I, I uh, watched it on the first date with my ex-wife when we were like 15, uh, is Newton Boys. Have you ever seen Newton Boys? Nope. 
It has, uh, I think, McConaughey's in it. I have it recorded sometime. We'll watch it. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. But anyway, it's like an uh, like outlaw movie from the 40s. Or so whatever. your justification is a solid three stars. Yeah, three stars, whatever. Mark, you're going to go with the same thing? Yeah, three stars. I'm going to give it a four. I thought there was a lot of effort that was put into this movie to bring, to bring it all the way back to the, to the uh, late 20s, early 30s. As Joey stayed up. Goes. The yeah, characters were awesome. And the amount of detail they put into making Guy Pierce that friggin' evil. Uh, I love it when there's somebody in the movie that's so bad, you just know he's going to die. Uh, so for that, uh, it definitely bumps it up above three stars for me. I thought it was a really good movie. I like the characters. And I like, you know, it's kind of funny. I, I like how in the end... Uh, Tom Hardy's character just keeps coming back, keeps coming back, but then his own, you know, his own, I guess, inner pride eventually does him in. He kind of falls weird. into a lake and dies, dies of pneumonia. pneumonia. Yeah, he got his. It's, oh. just kinda, it's like it's like in the end, it was just your own. Damn he got problem. his throat slit. He got shot, shot about fucking forty times. Yeah. Which, by the way... With he, a large caliber right, a handgun. In real life, that dude probably got shot in the shoulder once. But they made this motherfucker get shot in the gut with, like, well, a it shotgun. Was like, it was like a, you know, like a, like a the tail, the tall tail, you know? Yeah. The yeah. Like, brothers, the back you know? of his, the back, his back is, like, exploded halfway. It's like on um, yeah. Terminator 2 when the uh, guy explodes in half. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the T-2000. All right, so, uh, all right, so we... Hasta la vista. Overall, between my four stars and these guys' three stars... Miguel. Uh, this is a solid recommend. Lost is available on Netflix, starring Tom Hardy, Shia LaBeouf, and Jessica Chastain, and a bunch of other cool ass actors. So combined, it was cool. Yeah, yeah, it was so, good. It was a good movie. I like yeah. it. Uh, quick read. Um, this month on Art.com, there's still plenty of time to save 25 percent on all orders of art, prints, posters, fine art, and more at Art.com. Valid uh, till the end of July. No sizzle needed. With promo code 25BEACHJULY. Simply go to PositiveSarcasm.com and find the art banner in the sponsors page. We've still got a few more topics to go over before we close up shop here, but I want to get to the notes and anecdotes and news and whatever you guys have laid out before we get to a birthday game, which should be a good one. I got a whole bunch of random pointless stories. Great. Okay. Um, well, if they're pointless, let's not do them then. Fuck you. Because as you would say, nobody cares anyway, right? Well, that's what I say every week. It's funny. I know. It's not funny. <laughs> Oh, I almost showed you the birthday game, didn't I? I didn't look at it. Accidental. So, um, it's all right. I'll still beat him. So every week, uh, I'm, I'm Shane has a so pointless far, story so. about um, a concert he goes to. Yes, third person. Please do. But this week, I'm not going to tell the, the concert story. I'm going to let my friend Mark tell the concert story because he went to his first concert since, what did you decide, 05? It was like 05, 06. <laughs> That's yeah. so weird. I know. Okay, wild. so uh, Mark and I went and saw a good band. And, uh, All yeah, right. Mark, so is, that what is that what they're called? Or? They're called a no, good band. No, no. So there's this thing down in Portsmouth at the Prescott Park. Yep. They're doing like a concert series where they have like a new, a, a different band every Wednesday night playing in the park on stage, you know. And I mean, some of them are well known. A lot of them uh, are, like them in are, certain circles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this week we went to see a band called Houndmouth, who are from New Albany, Indiana. Indiana. Um, Three guys and a girl in the band, right? I got a drummer, bass player, guitarist, pianist. Girl is the girl is very, She's very attractive. Very attractive. <laughs> um, they're only a couple of years removed from college, I guess. Is what I'm yeah. Thinking. So yeah. that's kind of cool. Um, their songs are well crafted. Songs are dude. really good. Yeah. They, their, their album is called like it's like Over the Hills and in Through the City or something like. I can't remember. Is the that name. what it's called? I listened to it a million like times, yeah. but I don't know what it's called. Or Into the City, Over the Hills. It, it's something like that. Uh, it's a solid album. It's got like 12, maybe 13 tracks There's really on not it. a bad track There's on not a bad either. track on no. the album. Uh, going to the show was cool. 
it was my first time going to a concert in a, in a very long time. We got a badass um, parking spot. We got a badass parking spot right, right across there. the park. That was money. We get there, set up our chairs. The band's on stage doing sound check, which is which was awesome. It's pretty sweet, yeah. Never seen that before at a show. Because uh, most of the, like all the concerts I went to before were like big ones, you know. Yeah. This was like a really cool, intimate show. Like the band's not that well known yet, so that they can get away with doing stuff like this. That's what I like about my um, all the bands I like is you get to go to like little. Yeah, they're like, they're they're like an indie Americana rock band. Sure, is what they're genre as. They remind me of the band a lot. Yeah, I like the guitars. It's kind of like that. That guitar kind of reminds me of a couple of, uh, Grateful Dead songs. Yeah, for sure. With, it's it's definitely like kind of pokey, you know. Like a, he's a, he's a decent player. Yeah, they seemed like they knew what they were doing. The, the lyrics are like they write the lyrics nice. Uh, mm-hmm. The like the harmonies between the band yeah. members is really good. I, I love that. That's one of my favorite things about bands when they do harmony songs. Like any band that can have a song that says "Hey there, boy in blue," I yeah. think there's something <laughs> wrong with you. That was good. You can't go wrong. No, you can't go wrong with that. So yeah, Mark, it was his first trip to Portsmouth. We walked. We uh, went there, set up our chairs, watched uh, sound check, and then. Went got, some, got, got some food. Got some food and a couple drinks. Me, a couple drinks. Mark, a drink. And then I uh, walked around Portsmouth and went to the concert. But yeah. it, it sucked, too, though, because all these fucking old ladies well, in front of us kept first, turning around. Yeah, first they started a half hour late because there was a uh, chance of rain. So then they got started around 7.30, right? Yep. Yeah. Did you want to tell the story about the no, old ladies? No, go ahead. I can tell. There's some old lady who was yeah. like, there, so there are these two girls having fun and dancing. And this old lady yeah. was like throwing sticks at him and no, stuff, no, trying to get no. him. To... She did. She, she threw did. a stick at but, him. Okay, so to set it up was these two like middle-aged ladies were there, and then they, you could tell they, were, they they wanted to have some fun. Bro, we're thirty. We can come old. So they were drinking. Well, the ones dancing, they were like no, in their the thirties. No, they were. Age. No way. They're like forty-five. Really? Yeah, dude. Trust oh, me. Right on. Um, not that they weren't unattractive, but I didn't think they were. But oh, I don't have no anyway. Idea. So they're standing up and they're dancing. And the show the show starts and they're standing up and this old lady in front of us asks them to sit down. She wasn't rude about it. No. And the girl turns around and kind of puts this huge grin on her face, smiling at it. She shakes her head, no, and then waves her off. Like, I'm on their side. Like fuck you. Go I'm to not a concert sit- and have fun, dance. Right. Fuck you. I'm not sitting down. Hell no. I'm at a show. Okay, that's fine. I'm on their side. Then you're right. They were throwing stuff at them. And then there's this young guy sitting between them, and he's like, excuse me, man, could you sit down, please? You know, my girlfriend and I want to watch the show. And she turns around, and she says, of course, young man, and she sat down. That's hilarious. And, and I think that old lady that was throwing six of them, she had gotten up at this point, and it was going to go around. It was going to go around. report them. Yeah, exactly. You can't report somebody at a concert for dancing. It's like, Shut listen, up. You're old. You probably don't even know what this band is. Yeah. And you're eating, like, this, fucking, these, and, you, and you have a bag full of takeout these two, food. These it's two like girls fucking, here like the band a lot so they want to dance you don't have to be a jazz they ended up moving anyway to a different section so. and it was really funny too at the beginning of the show there was a uh, a placard up that said please stay off the stage and the, <laughs> yeah. the band pointed it out and made a joke about it and then they invited people up and some bro in gym shorts <laughs> and sneakers comes up and starts dancing that was so funny. they're dancing on the stage in front of the band, and then the guy we call Slim Shady the rest of the show, some sketchy yeah, dude in like a white beater. Yeah, a white beater and Rolled overalls. Rolled up jeans yeah. and his knees. It was kind of sketchy. He was dancing on stage, too. That was pretty funny. He was jamming out with a with a, with a full gallon of water. Like, he just bought one <laughs> off the shelf and was pounding it as he was dancing. Like It, 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 it was, was cool. Pounding, like, he was pounding heaters in the corner, too, in between yeah. songs. It was like, all right, buddy. And it's such a pretty... Pretty place to see a show. I mean, is there anything great. better than no, that? No, it was it was awesome. Like the, the water to your left. I mean, it was cool air off the river. Fantastic. So, we had great seats too. Yeah. I mean, we weren't right up in front, but we were right in front of this big oak tree. I think, 
and it was perfect. Like mm. there was nobody in back of us, you know. There was we had a good space around us. It was great. So eventually, the old ladies in front of. By the way, they're probably fifty. They're not really that old. The people in front of us, but yeah, 60s. the people in front of us kept turning around, and I was like, God, yeah, fucking what quit. The f- so then everybody started to turn around, and then people started jetting, and we turned around, and there's this like huge black. Oh my god! Yeah. This straight up wall of clouds coming over the river, over the bridge, and so everybody, and of course all of us people are over there taking yeah, Instagram it pretty photos. Much, <laughs> it pretty much looked like the sky in, in the Avengers when it opened up, yeah. and then all the fucking aliens came out. Like, <laughs> and like Shane and I get up, and we got our cameras, and the wind's blowing, and it's blowing like leaves and paper in the air and I'm like this is like right out of a fucking movie before like a storm hits and it's like a twister and shit like that and so their like, road manager tells them to get off the stage so it basically the concert got cut yeah. early so it's, we got an hour's worth of music and then if they, that but it was good though. maybe maybe 50 minutes yeah then, 50 minutes or so so we drove home in a crazy ass storm we made it but it was it was a good time and Hellmouth is a really good band uh, I do I like Hellmouth a lot they're, they're cool and that's the thing to me like living on the east coast there's plenty of these and I know they're from Indiana, but they play here a lot. There's plenty of these, like, fucking small bands that are amazing that are mm-hmm. on their way up. And you can go see them in, like, these awesome little venues. And then, you know, five years from now, they're going to be huge. But, like, you got to see yeah. them while they're you'll, on the You'll be up. like, oh, I, yeah. heard, I heard them perform that song, Penitentiary. Yeah. Right? And then a year from now, it'll be all over fucking, you know, the river in Boston and exactly. all that shit. And they'll be playing that song. Oh, here's a new band called Houndmouth with uh, Penitentiary. And yeah. like, I heard that song live two years ago in Portsmouth. And that's that's why I like going to all these shows is because you get to see all these bands while they're up and coming. And, and, and that's the good thing about liking a little bit of underground music is you get such... I like it. I was, you you I get so much it, yeah. contact with the band, too. You can interact with them and... It, yeah, it was, I mean, it was and, fun, though. I had a good time. And I think the reason why you know they swing by here because this weekend, I think it is the Newport... Uh, festival is going down in Rhode Island. So One of the best came, concerts I've ever been to. Up, and then I know the Nantucket Music Festival is coming up soon, too. It's like Maybe. That's coming up in a couple weeks. I don't know if they're I just saw Houndmouth in Jersey right now. But Houndmouth is playing in the, yeah, the Newport And then Jeff, like Jeff Tweedy from Wilco, it, tonight is in Portsmouth, and then tomorrow... The East Coast is so fucking great. Anyway, he's in Portsmouth tonight, tomorrow he's in Maine, and then, and then Sunday he's headlining Newport Folk Festival. Like, it's just nice. fucking cool how they, they get these these bands that are going to Newport, but then they do all these little shows in like Portsmouth Why not? and, yeah, and I mean, Portland it's... and, you know, Burlington and stuff like that. It's fun. It's, it's kind of like a big community for that, that whole folk scene, you know? Yeah. I mean, you look at the scene up in Portsmouth anyway, or over in Portsmouth, it's like that. It's mm-hmm. like, Hey, you know, it's just what the vibe is, you know, it's good times. All right. So what other uh, stuff do you have? Um, I got a lot of random stuff. Do we need to take a break? Or are we good? No, we cruise right through. Okay, do you have any Hollywood news you want to take over? Because I've been talking. Eh, I don't really. There was not much really going on. I mean, there's the Age of Ultron concept art. There's the Ben Affleck like, Batman suit thing. I did not talk about um, either of those. There's, you know, there's there's some other. It, the news kind of died down as far as anything that I find interesting. I mean, I know like the new Hercules is coming out, but I really don't care. It's probably gonna be terrible. No, it's getting it's getting actually pretty good reviews. Um, however, Joaquin Phoenix is eyed oh, to be the. Um, that, so. They're they're working on a Doctor Strange Marvel movie, and Joaquin Phoenix is being eyed for that. That'd be cool. Uh, Christopher He's Nolan a good actor and uh, too. Christopher Nolan and Matthew McConaughey uh, they surprised some fans over at Comic Con, which is always cool. And I am kind of looking forward to that movie, Interstellar. So speaking of Comic Con, today it was announced uh, at Comic Con that. Um, the original cast of Firefly, Mark, Firefly. What? The original oh cast God. of Firefly is uh, reuniting Uh-oh. 
to voice their characters on the online Firefly game that's coming out. And you can create your own crew, create your own captain and your own ship and everything and run missions like you're on Firefly. But the original, um, it says, announced at Comic-Con, all the original Firefly stars will reprise their, reprise their characters for the online game. Alan Tudyk is playing multiple roles because he's the fucking shit. Also showing up is Michael Fairman as the uh, Lord Niska, whatever the hell that is. But uh, yeah, there's a webpage and it's coming out pretty soon, and they're all gonna re reunite to uh, you know be their old roles back. So. I want to make Serenity too. I think we That'd be awesome. Dude, I'm gonna take any electric fire... blue. <laughs> Serenity two electric blue. <laughs> so I saw this this trailer for it on YouTube about like what would you do if you're on captain, and then they showed yeah. highlights of this game, and people were like, I would run missions and all this shit, and then they go to Nathan Fillion at the end, and he goes. I'd aim to misbehave. I was like, oh, snap. <laughs> <laughs> so fucking awesome, dude. But I can't uh, wait for that. That sounds so shiny right there. It's shiny. <laughs> it's going to be so cool, though. I'm totally, like, I've never played online games I never before. Online games I'm either, fucking though. playing it. That I don't care. Cool. Um, and also, it was announced today uh, at Comic-Con um, via USA Today that the original novel, are the novels of Fight Club, Fight Club the novel. Yeah. Chuck Palahniuk is the author of that. Um, they announced today that there is going to be a sequel to that, um, but it's going to be in graphic novel form, and it is uh, going to be with uh, Dark Horse Comics, and they're the ones that do Firefly, Buffy, all that shit. Yeah. And it says it's apparently going to take place alternately in the future and in the past, and it picks up a decade after the ending of the original book. So it's like Fight Club 2 basically picking up from where... You know, at the end of Fight Club, it was all chaos. They bombed all those banks and everything. So Chuck Palahniuk is either going to be an executive producer like uh, West, like uh, um, who does Firefly? Whedon. Whedon. Joss Whedon does with his comics with Buffy. Yeah. He's either going to be an executive producer and have all um, final go or final say on the storylines, or he's going to write it himself. So either way, it should be cool. Yeah, I was a big fan of that movie. Tyler Durden. You are not your fucking khakis. That's my favorite line of the whole movie. <laughs> you are not. You are not khakis. your khakis. I'm really talking too much, guys. I got a lot of topics here, though. Well, that's okay. Uh, let me do a, a quick read. Let's then, do that. Then we can either move on to either A, a couple more topics, or we can get right into this uh, this grudge <laughs> match between Mark and I. I like a couple more topics. Yeah. Well, we, I mean, we can, we're going to save this for next week. All yeah, right, let's hold do on. that. Okay. I'll bring it up and then people can listen. Um, well, look, uh, starting today, you can take an extra 25% off most styles over at Solstice Sunglasses uh, when you enter the promo code FF0714 at checkout. Sale ends July 28th at 11.59 Eastern, so act quick. And while supplies last, shoppers can enjoy an additional 30% off select sale items. No promo code needed. Be sure to check out styles up to 80% off their original price. Please uh, please visit uh, positivesarcasm.com and uh, click the... S- Click the uh, Solstice Sunglasses banner in the sponsors page. All right, we'll take a quick break. We'll come back with a few more things in the birthday game right after this.
right, before we get back to the uh, uh, the podcast, I guess that's what we are doing. Uh, before we get to the birthday game, Shane does want have a few more topics he wants to. Uh, well, the amount of booze in that cup slur over. So, Shane, please feel free to finish the uh, last few topics before we get to so, the. So, uh, more Comic Con news, players. You have to read the uh, birthday game. That's going to be fine. Yeah. Super, More Superman news. You guys ready for this? It should be fun, though. Right. I'm going to read this, um, and I can't remember where I got it from. I believe Nerdist.com, so let's just say that. Okay. Nerdist. Okay. Superman Lives. Okay. The movie is going to be called The Death of Superman Lives. It's a documentary that they're trying to raise money for right now. It's a feature-length documentary film about the unfinished Superman Lives film, which is nearing completion. It's an effort to raise... The finishing funds for the death of Superman Liz. What happened? Question mark. Producer John Schnepp released a full trailer featuring plenty of footage of the original film's early production, as well as interviews with almost everyone involved in the film, except for the roster of actors. So, this is the movie called Superman Liz that was supposed to star Nick Cage, and it had Tim Burton as the director. Yep. And so, it's a basically a movie talking about and Kevin Smith was the screenwriter and it's a movie they're making a documentary about what the fuck happened to this Superman movie that like got thrown away because yeah. it, like you know like a couple of years ago they were like released the, the artwork of what his outfit was supposed to look like and it had like all these like lights on it and shit and so it's it's basically a documentary talking about that movie that got canceled because uh, I don't know like I guess it's a pretty interesting story though like Kevin Smith was saying it was going well until he came on, and then Tim Burton's like, what, do you want me to fucking slip my wrist? I don't even want to talk about this. And It's going to be a pretty cool movie, though. Like, It'll be interesting to get a little insight on whether or not it was canceled because it was going to be stupid or whether or not it was canceled because of other reasons, you know, that whole thing. I just picture Nicolas Cage as Superman, and I think it's stupid. <laughs> but it sounds pretty cool, though, right now. Like, I bet it would have been crazy. Like, Batman Takes his was... face off, and he's actually Batman. Yeah, well... Batman was supposed to show up in the movie. Like, apparently. in 2001, I remember reading, reading something about how Tim Burton was going to direct yeah. Batman versus Superman. Nick Cage is going to play Superman. And they were trying to get Michael Keaton to be Batman, I think, or somebody else to be Batman. So it was going to be called Batman Liz. Superman Liz is what it was going right, to be called. Well, yeah. I mean, no, no, no. It was Batman. It turned it was, into that. It was a Batman versus Superman movie. Okay. That was written for, like, to have Nick Cage play Superman right in this on. one as well. And they have, like, video so of are him. Are you saying it's the same movie or no? It ended up being the same movie, yeah. So Batman versus Superman turned into Superman Lives. Apparently. Okay. Because it has, like, Nick Cage sitting there with a mullet. He has a fucking mullet, and he's sitting there in this weird-ass Superman suit. Could you imagine a Tim Burton Superman? That would have been kitschy as hell, dude. I but I bet that documentary is going to be fucking badass, though. Cause well, I'd like to know what happened. Yeah, it'll be cool. I remember being really excited about this movie 13 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> it'll be really interesting to see what happened with it all, because, you know, everybody involved is pretty famous. And, like, yeah. a, a lot of the costume designers are saying, like, this would have been the craziest fucking costume design I gotta see ever done. pictures now okay. I'll have to send you the link but yeah it's, it's called so everybody can go to YouTube it's called The Death of Superman Lives and they, they released a trailer and they're trying to raise funds for it so then Joe said something about you're talking about Superman you said yeah. something about Batman the Ben Affleck stuff I saw the video online from Comic Con how they had the 75th anniversary of Batman yes and they had all the different suits in like glass cases at Comic Con, mm -hmm. and they displayed the new cowl with a cape, and it was all one piece going back to the like to the, pretty sweet. to the Tim Burton, you know. Yeah, and yeah, it does look kind of cool. Like the mask that he's wearing for this new movie looks like it's really form fitting to his face and stuff. 
So I mean I don't know I'm I'm kind of pumped up about this. I'm gonna thing. go I mean, see it. I, mean, I love I'm a huge DC comic guy. Yeah. I love those characters and those storylines. I might not have read a lot of the comics, but I just love the idea of it. And I'm not that into them or anything. Like I remember I borrowed the uh, Death of Superman from you, and I got two pages in before I gave up. Speaking like, of that, I think I actually found the one where he fights Doomsday. Oh really? I, Sweet. I, yeah, I found it. So I, if you I want thought to you had I thought you already had that. I did, but when Shane was asking about it one day because he wanted to read it, I read that I, one. Didn't I? You gave it to me, and I read it. Right? I don't know. Maybe, but I couldn't find it. It's the and same one where he dies. Yeah, yeah it's, the, it's the one where he fights Doom. It's the last one where he fights Doom. Yeah, it was pretty cool. You can't tell me that one would be sweet, though. And I found what, it. What, fighting Doom? I obviously put it in a spot where I was trying to preserve it. Sure. So I have it, yeah. So, yeah, anyway, that, that, that seems, there's been a lot of really cool news out of Comic-Con this year. And it could just be because I'm actually paying attention to it. But. Well, now that you're like, you know, yeah, we're in a spot where we're talking about the stuff and we're trying to enjoy those things. And there's a lot of stuff, like a lot of cool shit happening like mm-hmm. there was a picture that Zack Snyder tweeted a picture of Henry Cavill with a Jedi cloaked on holding oh, a red yeah. lightsaber and underneath you could see underneath the cloak was the Superman suit and it had a hashtag Super Jedi and everyone was like what the fuck Fucking does this awesome. mean yeah. like, what does it mean I don't, I don't know I don't know it's just cool that's what he's doing to mess with people well, it, it's almost like J.J. Abrams, there's a picture, I'm sorry, No, no sent yeah, out please. A, a photo of a new X-Wing. That is awesome. Did you see this? No. It's one Nerd of, is you not would, calm, player. You would appreciate this because it's one of the original designs of the X-Wing. Oh, like, really? It doesn't look anything like, like the, the... You mean the original concept? The original concept, yeah. for who, I can't remember the guy the name that did the artwork for it, but it's, they're, they're saying it's the original concept of an X-Wing from the original artwork, because it's like dirty, it's gritty looking... It's just, it's cool. And then you see J.J. Abrams standing there and a guy with the rebel suit on, the orange suit on, talking to him. Looks and awesome. Like, Badass. Looks like, awesome. All right. I, I like how the, he's given out little little tips, you know, like little clues and yeah, stuff. Yeah, he did like a thing online. There was like an IMDb trailer where he was sitting in the background. There was like a market from like, you know, uh, one of the Jedi, from probably like, I don't know, in the first one, like on Tattooing or whatever, mm-hmm. Tattooing. There's like the marketplace, you know, and he's sitting there and that's behind him. And he's talking about how, there's a contest where you enter, and if you win the contest, you, the fan that wins, will be in the movie. That's awesome. For like, you know, maybe like a millisecond, but you'll still be able to be in I'm the I'm not even stuff. into Star Wars, and that's awesome. Star Wars is cool. Like, I think these are going to be good. J.J. Abrams will probably do a good job. He kind of has to, so. So then I have also um, two movie recommendations for Netflix and one um, uh, CD recommendation that Mark and I are going to talk about just briefly this week. Um, anyway, um, one movie that I highly fucking recommend, and I've been putting it off forever, but I finally watched it. It's called Francis Ha. Um, and the writers of this are Noah Baumbach and Greta Gerwig. And uh, Noah Baumbach wrote Greenberg. Uh, he wrote Fantas- Fantastic Mr. Fox with Wes Anderson. The Squid and the Whale and The Life Aquatic with Wes Anderson. Oh, wow. And Greta Gerwig is the actress in it, and she uh, starred in the. She was in the Rome with Love, To Rome with Love, Greenberg. Uh, she was going to be the uh, star of How I Met Your Dad. You know, like okay. you know, yeah, like yeah, the, yeah. the female version of How I Met Your Mother. She's going to be the star of that if they have it, and she's also like a writer in that. Yeah, and then she also wrote. Uh, have you seen Topanga lately? Oh yes. man. But she also wrote uh, Frances Ha. Um, she's going to write on How I Met Your Dad and also Hannah Takes the Stairs, which is another indie film. Okay. But um, this movie is fucking great. She's a she's a uh, ballet dancer in New York trying to make it. And it's basically that age where you're like 27 where you still feel like you're young, but you realize all your friends are fucking growing up and having kids and like these great careers and you feel like you're a fuck up and not achieving everything, you know? 
And so, like, she's, like, bouncing that. She's bouncing from uh, apartment to apartment in New York, and, like, her best friend is all successful, and it's, it's, it's all shot in black and white. It's a great fucking story, and they really capture the whole... Uh, women can probably relate to it because it's, like, the story of the two best friend girls, and, like, they're growing up together, that sort of thing. It was a great story for that, but I really related to it because it was, like, how you feel like you're not really a grown-up yet, but all your friends are, but then really your friends are just putting a good front up, and they hate their lives, too, sort of thing, you know? Probably. Yeah. Most it, likely, I understand what you're saying. It's a really good movie, and it, it also has Aunt Adam Driver in it, and I don't know if you guys know who he is, but he's he's one of the guys in the uh, the TV show Girls on HBO. Is he related to the Mini Driver? I don't know. And he's also stars in Inside Llewyn Davis, and he's one of the bad guys in the new Star Wars movie, too. Um, he's one of like the the main bad guys in that. The Edge of Darkness or the one that the brand new that's coming out soon. Star Trek. How was that going to be called? Star Wars, bro. Oh, Star Wars. Yeah, like the brand new Star Wars. He's like one of the bad guys. My bad, totally. They're not the same. Guys. (laughs) So no, it's 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 a really cool story, and anybody that's around thirty, thirty two, what I'm thirty two. I related to this movie like no other, bro. And it was it was a really good movie. I I really recommend people watch it. And then the other one I watched this week was a documentary called Salinger about J.D. Salinger. And it uh, has uh, Edward Norton, John John Cusack, Martin Sheen, Philip Seymour Hoffman, Gore Vidal, Judd Apatow. They're all talking about what uh, J.D. Salinger's writing did for them or like how they relate to it. And about how he became a recluse and all these fucking crazy people started killing people and blaming... Catcher in the Rye, like, you know, the guy that killed John Lennon blamed Catcher in the Rye for killing him. And the guy that shot uh, Reagan blamed Catcher in the Rye. And it's it's a really interesting story because he lived here in Vermont and in New Hampshire until he died. But he was like a recluse. And, like, people would go on these little pilgrimages trying to get, like, him to talk to him and stuff. And he's like, fucking leave me alone. I just write books. But it's pretty cool because they're talking about how he had been writing since 1950 or whatever, when that book came out, he's been writing novels ever since then. And now that he's dead, it's set up to release like eight new novels starting in 2015, continuing his older stories. And so I'm kind of interested in reading his old books again because, you know, whenever they release the new ones, it's going to be like people have been waiting for these new books for like 50 years. You know what I mean? It's going to be pretty interesting. Cool, man. Cool. Not really. Well, it's not cool at all. So much, for take, so much for the vote of confidence. So last thing I'm going to talk about is an album from 2009 called The Hazards hey, you're of not Love. done yet? Nope. <laughs> it's called The Hazards of Love. I'm going to have – I have a little challenge. I printed out a uh, article that it kind of explains the album. The wave, man. Um, from – it's The Decemberist is the band that recorded it. Um, it's a really – one of my favorite albums. And it's got a story that basically follows kind of like an old fable, like with a queen and a fawn and a guy that turns into a deer at night. But it's yeah, a really... Hold on, hold on, wait. <laughs> the fawn by day, guy by night. Okay. And it's a it's a really good story because they take like an old fable and they it's, made a whole... Yeah. They made like a whole fucking rock opera out yeah, of it. Yeah, The whole album flows together. Yep. It... Unless you're listening to it on Rhapsody, and then between each song it stops. And yeah. Here, go to the next one. And it's like a folk song into some fucking metal song. 
And it's it's really cool, but do you want to just talk about it now since you were kind of into it? What no, you, you want us to say I think week? we need to go to the game because I'm talking too much. Okay, yeah. But so anyway, uh, if you guys want to look into it and listen to it, the article I sent Mark was uh, from FirstTube.com, which is a fish reference, but it's the Decemberist Hazards of Love, and they go through and explain the story. And uh, I recommend that people read the story and then listen to the album because it's it's a really good album. Yeah, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna listen to it again this weekend, so we can be fresh for next week. Yeah, it'll be cool. All right. And I just kind of want to take Mark's uh, clue from it. All right, before Shane passes out. Oh my up? God! Let's start this. Uh, let's get this game going because he is coming down hard. I'm not coming down hard. I just have no point. I won't you're shut coming, up. You're coming hard, all right. Fucking all right. Christ! Standard rules of the birthday game. You have the your first hint. Hey, hey, God damn it! You know what, guys? I'm not that drunk. First of all, God at least I. At least I fucking tried to bring some content this week. Did I bring too much? Yes. You brought, dude. Why are you? What are you saying? I don't know. You guys are looking at me like I'm a fucking jackass. Just because you're drinking, you're fine. Just because I haven't had a huge meal in five weeks, and Mark has to get somewhere. Ugh. I tried to bring. Joey wants flavor. Quit looking. I gotta go home and let my dog out. Okay. okay. That's bottom line. Okay. So relax. We still love everybody out there. All right. Mrs. Dash is not doing it for me. Okay. Everything I recommended <laughs> is really good, even though I'm drunk. Yeah. Back it up. Okay. Back, back, back. Now, up. standard rules of the birthday game. It's two. Uh, each contestant gets two hints. Okay. If nobody gets the hints, you say the name. You move on to the next one. Yep. We say our names. Whoever gets the name first on on the uh, on the audio log gets the guess. If they get it wrong, it passes over to the next contestant. And basically, whoever has the most points at the end of the game wins. And wait for the full. Wait for the full. Yes. Okay. Try, yeah, try to wait for the full hint. It's all good. Okay. Wait. So this one. This, th- this week is me versus Mark because I won last week in a blowout. Fuck you. And I will probably lose again this week. And that's okay. what losers. <laughs> I don't think either one of you guys are going to get this first Wait, one. Are we ready? Okay. Yeah, All right, I'm ready. ready. Okay. You say it's your birthday. Game. <laughs> I just got to get that in. All right, All right. That's my favorite. All right, guys. Easy on the mic. And uh, let's get started. I'm just going to say I laughed a lot today when I listened to the old podcast because of that birthday game yeah, song. Yeah, that, that part was pretty funny. That's we, so we fucking good. I was, I was okay. Out. 91 years old. You guys don't have to lean too far. It's fine. Okay. Sorry, guys. 91 years old. Actress. Neither one of you guys are going to get it, but it's okay. Golden Girls. Joey. Joey, I get this. Oh, I can picture all four of them in my head. (laughs) Going down the road and back again. I pass. Mark. Betty White. Nope. Wait, can I think? No, you're dead. Okay, Okay. second clue is going to be basically initials because you guys are not going to get it. All right. Okay, you guys ready? Yeah, I got it. Be ready for it. E G. I just want to give her props. Hold on. E G. I fucking should know this. My grandma used to watch the show every night. Used to watch. No more hints. Okay. No, seven. I'm just talking here. I'm talking it out. Like I should know this because I watched that well, show. Well, you got all seven time, seconds. So. All right, I don't have a clue. Happy birthday! It's, Wait, it's give, over. Give me five seconds. Five. Okay. Wait, is it Eugene? Nope. No, no. Time's Eugene, up. they're no, all no, fucking no. girls. Time's Something up. Something Getty. Yep. You're Elaine, right. Elaine Getty. Mark. No. Elaine Getty. No. Joey. Estelle Getty. Estelle Getty. No, it doesn't count. Nobody gets a point. Estelle Getty, 91 years old. Good collaboration all right. on that. Though. Okay. We used to talk about that show all the time, right, Joe? Hey, thank like, you for being a friend. <laughs> thank you for being <laughs> a friend. Okay, guys. Okay, here second, we go. Second Travel clue. Travel down the road and back. Sorry. Football player. 
Number 34. That's your clue? That's my clue, fucker. Wow. The shortstop, number two, Derek Jeter. Derek <laughs> Jeter. I said football. Guys. Number two. Number two. The Yankees win. Number 34, I have no idea. Oh, my God. Goodness gracious. Hold on, hold on. So, you know, Joe's passing. Number 34. 34. Mark. Yep. O.J. Simpson? Nope. Ah, okay. Was he not number two? Was... Clue number two. Sweetness. Joey. Yep. Walter Payton. Oh, Joey. Walter Payton is 60 years old. Thank you, Polly Paps. See, if we were from Chicago, we probably got that first try there. Yeah, I, but whatever. Yeah. Easy on the stomping. Okay. Glue. Clue. Glue. Glue 2. Glue 2 actor. The gluing. The glue 2 actor. The gluing. <laughs> what are you? I'm gluing free. Inside gluing Davis. <laughs> is that the clue? What? Oh, son of a bitch. Movie about a black horse. Okay. Right. Friends. Joey. So Wait a minute. Actor, friends? That's your clue? Okay. Matt what? LeBlanc. Why'd you just help him? <sighs> See, that's what you get for opening your mouth. There's two other actors on Friends. How would you know? 47 how, how years would, old, Matt LeBlanc. How would that clue translate into Matt LeBlanc? Because he didn't know if it was an actress or actor. See, Mark? He, said, yeah, he wasn't Mark, paying attention. It could also be David Schwimmer. Mark, remember what I... Remember, or Matthew Perry. But apparently it wasn't. You gave it half clue number. Clue number See, two Mark, was going to be remember when we used to work together? Remember, remember what I used to say to you? Go to the next one. Thank you. Don't wreck it, double check it. <laughs> I, I don't see how I gave you that, but that's fine. Okay, you didn't give it to him. Yeah, obviously. Musician. I like this so much better when it wasn't a contest. Loving Cup. Oh. That's that's for you, brother. I think I know the name of the band, but I don't know the person. Do you really know the name? If you know the name of the band, you fucking know the name of the person. Five. Oh, I don't know. Four. Okay. Wild horses. Joey. Yep. It's got to be one of the more important ones. Uh, I'll go with Keith Richards. Nope. Mark. Is it Mick Jagger? Mick Jagger. <laughs> Process of elimination. Seventy years old. I, gave, I, don't know I gave you that one. At some point this <laughs> yeah, week. Yeah, bro. You gave me that one, bro. Um. No idea. I don't really know what to say for this next lady, except for she's really pretty. So that's your hint? No. Did, did you think it through? No. Do you drink do, do you drink on the job? She's an actress. Serendipity. Mark. Yep. Rachel Weiss? Nope. Joey. She's in that, right? I have no idea. I think she's in this movie. Uh Drew Barrymore? Nope. Well that was ever after. Um mm. I hope you got the right movie. You got the wrong movie on this. No, 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 no. Hang on. Okay. You, oh. you ready for this? Yeah. Underworld. Joey. Mark. Joey got it first. Goddamn right I did. Um, Say the fucking name. I'm gonna. Who is Kate Beckinsale? Kate Beckinsale. Is this Jeopardy? Or is it just... 40, do 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 40 years old. Kate Beckinsale. 3-1? Joey's up 3-1. The answer is the Daily Douchebag. <laughs> that should be a category. Oh, you're on the Daily Joey. And the Douchebag is... Steve. <laughs> okay. You okay. got, what's the score? Three to Three one, to Joey. One. Right. <laughs> okay, actor. <laughs> Horrible bosses. Joey. Yeah. He just says it just because he knows the movie. Well, I get ten seconds, so. And there's many of them in there. Do we even, like, Every really week is just Joey bitching about the rules. 
<laughs> well, now that they're perfected, I'm all good to I go. I haven't been good. I'm going to go. I'm going to go. Remember that time we found swap? No. I'll go with Kevin Spacey. Four to one, Joey. 54 years old. Okay. Actor. I think he would be a good Doctor Who. He said something about this. I don't remember. Benedict Cumberbatch. Yes, Mark. Say that name ten times. Benedict Cumberbatch is 38 years old. Is that a clue or is that like an opinion? No, we no, talked it, about it on the Rumor podcast. A, it, was a, it was a nod to me. It was a gimme. No, he was there too, though. It was on the, on the I was. I was. No, I that, you weren't on the podcast yet and you were pissed that I said that. Yeah, because so. I would have. Because he plays Sherlock Holmes. I would have either said Sherlock or Star Wars. But you can't be Sherlock Holmes and Doctor Who. No, you can't. And I, and I, and I corrected myself the next week. By That's like being that. Jack Ryan and James Bond. No, I corrected myself the next right? week. Okay. Yeah, sure. Actor? Yeah. ER. Joey. It's like he looks them up beforehand. I don't. I don't have time. Sometimes I just look at This one's going to be wrong. I'm going to shoot this anyways. Uh, Clooney. George Clooney. Nope. You got to guess, Mark. Actor, you say? Actor. Um, Anthony Edwards? Nice. Do you know everybody used to say it? When I was skinny, everybody thought... Yeah, yeah, I was thinking I was that. Everybody thinking thought I looked like Anthony That's Edwards. That's what we said when, when we I first met you. We were like, oh, this dude looks like Anthony These Edwards. These fuckers. You guys remember you guys were all cool, and then all of a sudden Mark and I uh, went outside one day at work, and I started talking about Mark, about Pearl Jam. It's like, yeah, you like Pearl Jam too? Well, I said to Joe, I was like, we should start sitting in the break room. He's got these new hires here. We should hang yeah. out with them. And then we ended up hanging then out. And then Joey ended up dating one of them. Let's just All right, leave let's that not alone. talk about that, though. Let's, just, <laughs> let's get into the next Do you think one. I could pull off that Pearl Jam tattoo? Uh, How sick that would, be would that be? That would be pretty sick. That would be so fucking sick. You think I could pull off a Batman tattoo? With yes. Half the Batman logo with the Let's Bats go get tattoos, tattoos together. Let's do it. Let me have some of that rum and we'll fucking get some tattoos. No, I really want to get a tattoo, though. I just don't know I what I fucking hate you. I don't know what I want to get of. What I want to get yet, so. Musician. Yep. My favorite rhythm guitar player of all time. <laughs> what kind of clue is that? That's not a clue. Yes, it is. That's Your a drunken opinion. Rhythm guitar player of all time. So fucking easy. It's not that easy. No, it isn't. I'm not you. <sighs> Mark. Yep. Jerry Garcia. Nope. No. How the fuck would Jerry Garcia be a rhythm guitar player? I don't know. Maybe Maybe a Bob Weir is lead. I don't Bob know. Bob Weir is lead? Whatever. Joey. Dude, fuck you. Angus Young. No. You guys <laughs> are naming fucking clip. lead guitarist. Dude, don't be mad if we can't get your Grace Potter clues, okay? <laughs> Grace Potter. Give us another clue, please. <laughs> yeah, like the name of the band or something. He was also in a band named Brad. He's not famous from the name Brad, but he was in Brad. He's a rhythm guitar player. Brad. Never heard of Brad. Dude, he's my favorite fucking rhythm guitar player. I love the guy. You know what would be cool? If, if, like, when you give the hints, like, the people that are listening could actually play along, too. They could? Who doesn't fucking know We got Brad a caller in from Nebraska right now. They would fucking Dude, know we got that. people listening in Australia. Dude, if you're fucking 30 years old and you don't know who was in Brad, then fuck you. You don't know good music. Wow, that's a statement right there. Man. Okay. Well, at least he backed it up. Okay, hint number three. You'll be. There's only two hints. Going out with radio. Mark. Going out with disco. Mark. Yep. Stone Gossard. Stone Gossard. Wait, you can't. Yeah, that's not. Okay, then fuck you guys. Stone Gossard, dude. Yeah, it doesn't count. How did you not know that? Because. Because it. 
Because Stone Gossard is my hero. I know. We just talked about it last week, too. And we were just talking about Pearl Jam yeah, three seconds we were this hand. All right, let's stick to hints instead from of opinions. From that clue, if you would have given me, like, like Mankind or something like that, because I could be like my Ovaltine, I would have been like, Stone Gossard. Because on next week's podcast, if I lose. What? Guys, explain the Ovaltine joke to me. Hold on. In next week's oh, in that song, song Mankind. Here's yeah. the thing. hints because I could be like, okay, here's the clue. In my opinion, he's the greatest actor of all time. And Mark goes, Joey. Dwayne Johnson. He That's correct. You guys know me. I, I, I how, how is Pearl Jam not giving me my favorite guitar player of all time? I'm sorry, man. It's okay, bro. I'm just saying. Don't just give me four three. Don't give me shit. Four three. We got three. You could just say Pearl Jam. We got three no's. Pearl Jam. That's that's if Joey said who's my favorite actor of all time, I'd be like, uh, hey, edit that out. Like I would that. be like, if Joey was like, my that favorite wasn't an actor. honest opinion. That was just uh, alcohol induced. Uh, if Joe's like my favorite actor, I'm like, Shalabuf. <laughs> all three Transformers movies. All right, what? guys, hang on. Don't tell Joey. Sizzle. <laughs> okay. Oscar. You know what's funny? I'm looking at the uh, sound of the audio right now. And you know how it usually shows waves? You know what it shows in there? And that part, it just says. Sizzle. There's a fire. <laughs> Sizzle and fire. Actor. All right. Actor. Is this a hint or an opinion? <laughs> actor. Shane thinks he's an actor. Actor. Harry Knuckles. Joey. Robin Williams. <laughs> Robin Williams oh. is 63 years old today. Oh. Someday this week. I don't know. Five to three. <laughs> okay. Is that from Jumanji? Actor. Easy on, the ta- easy on the table there. Sorry. Actor. Um, I thought you had a hint. I do. Um, um, you didn't write a, You didn't write the hints down. No, you no fuck you. Down. I always write my hints down, even though I'm not that good. Yeah, it, cool. it, it helps. I got to come prepared. You don't know, like Joe yelling at you during the birthday game, do you? He's about to start yelling at you. Hey, what's that movie with Adam Sandler? <laughs> <laughs> Where it's... <laughs> They're in New England. Wait, Grown Ups? Joey. Okay, hang on. Joey, Grown Ups? Okay, you guys ready? Actor, Grown Ups. Joey, Kevin James? Nope. (laughs) I'm going to say Mark. I don't even know if he's in this movie. (laughs) David Spade? (laughs) David Spade! Four to five, David Spade. Are you feeling like, are you feeling like this is like not really good? This is like kind of out of control right now. I think something's off. I think he's in this movie, but I'm not sure. I don't care, Slam for you or die. I think I went through a period where taken, I thought Taken Two, Bruce Willis. <laughs> I think Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis. Okay, I could have said Black Sheep, and then you would have said. The Terminator, Chris Joey, Farley. Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> yeah, fuck you guys. <laughs> I think he's in Terminator 5. 5 to 4. Okay. Musician. Shit, I don't know what to say. Um, Miles Kennedy. This is really at both of your guys' wheelhouse, by the way. I thought he was like a pitcher for the Diamondbacks. No, that's uh, something else, Kennedy. Okay. Miles Kennedy. That's a, that's a guy's name, isn't okay, it? Okay, I'll just move on. Hold on, hold on. We'll get three hints this time. Don't worry about it. No, two hints. I bet you guys would know this. I know the name. Was that before or after you started drinking? Top Hat. Joey. Top. Joey got it. Got it. Who is Slash? Slash. Miles Kennedy. I think the first one would have been Guns N' Roses guitar player. You can't player. fucking say Guns N' Roses. It's too easy. 
Well, he would have said fucking Axel. You would have said Slash. Well, Miles Duh. Kennedy was a guest, a guest vocalist on his record. No, he's on every fucking record, and they're touring right now. Right. Okay. Fuck you guys. <laughs> well, so, what was the problem we were having earlier about yelling in the podcast? Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> fuck you. Okay, we have two listeners that I know. Boom. Okay, actor. Vanilla Ice. <laughs> White man can't jump. Joey. Woody Harrelson. Damn. Isn't it hard when you're on the same mic? It is hard. For now on, the rule is the person that's... Yeah, we need, the, to, we need to do that next week. Because I thought the same thing What are you week. talking about? It's we, hard you, when you're like, right in the same mic. The person reading the clues needs to have their own mic. Because you don't want to... Because when you're talking on the same mic, you don't talk before him. That is a valid point. I I, I'm like, that. yeah, I'm kind of waiting to listen to what he has to say. And it's, I However, like, this is the birthday game. You should be ruthless. Okay. So what's the score so I know where we're at? Seven, Seven to four. four. Okay. Don't jump too soon on this one. Alright, okay. Actress Dollhouse. That's... You'll be going on my radio. <laughs> Stone Gossard. God damn it, Stone, you were my fucking hero. Right. Ah, Five seconds more. I know I know who it is too, and I can't I don't know her name. I didn't say my name, though. I know, but we still have a timer. Because we don't want to sit here for four and a half minutes before... You're going to get it on the next one, Mark. Don't worry about it. Yeah. If I say, Mark, can I... Should I give you Eliza Dushku? Nope. Okay. Okay. Actress. Firefly. That's all you did. I passed. I don't know. Uh... Who's on Firefly and Dollhouse? I think she's on Dollhouse. Was she not on Dollhouse? Oh my god. No, she was. She was. She was. She was. Anybody got a plastic bag and tie it off around my neck? <laughs> Alright. <laughs> Time's up. Oh. Summer Glow! <laughs> you fucking asshole! <laughs> what is this? What she is had a gimme hand. <laughs> Dude. So last week we all hated Dude. last week we all hated each other. This week we don't hate each other, but the podcast oh is God. suffering because what? of it. <laughs> you have been like, you what else was I supposed to say? Fucking Sarah Connor Chronicles. Fuck you. Arrow. She was on everything. Silver Glow. She's in every fucking thing. <laughs> in my opinion, she has a really pretty face. She is pretty, and she's thirty-three years old. Yes, and she is looks really good on Arrow. Right now. <laughs> you guys, which go. could have been a good hint. You guys ready? Yep. Are you? Actor. <laughs> Angels in the outfield. Joey. Oh. Danny Glover. God damn it, he just jump on you, Yeah, bro. see, he just says it without even knowing the guy's name. It doesn't matter. It doesn't, if I, I, it doesn't matter. I, I get 10-second runoff. I'm just going to start saying my name right as you're done. Go Actor. ahead. Actor. PCU. Mark. <laughs> I went on one of my first... Uh, little tangent fuck. to give Mark time to think. I went on, no, one, no, no, of my, no, no, I went on one of my first dates I don't know, ever I'm in grade school. I know, I know, I know. Why are you talking about my story? Because it's, he's, it's, she's like, trying it's to think. Birthday game, and I gotta speak out loud. You can't tell. They say it's your birthday. Game. game. <laughs> oh, the name's on the tip of my tongue that I'm thinking of. But I can't. All right, your times are up. So right, next, cl- next clue. Joey. I have no clue. Entourage. Joey. Yep. I'll go with Jerry Ferrara. Nope. Mark. Jeremy Piven. That's a good one. Eight to five. It just, a, it, was, it was like right there, but. Neither one of you guys are going to get this, and I apologize, but I had to. I had to acknowledge her. 
You had to acknowledge her? I had to acknowledge her. Isn't it her. our job to acknowledge her? Can like, I just yeah. smash this bottle on my head? 45 years old. Wait, wait. Give a clue and see what happens. She's an actress. Okay. Dollhouse. Joey. Queen Elizabeth. <laughs> Queen Elizabeth uh, photobombed two chicks. 45 years old and she's on Dollhouse. And I'm going to take a guess. Mark. I don't know her real name, but it's the lady that ran the Dollhouse. Yep. But that doesn't count. No, it yeah, doesn't. No, it does not. Olivia Williams. Yep. 45 yeah, years old. I know old. that name, too. But I didn't All right, so Joey definitely won this week. But What's the score? 8-5? 8-5. But we're going to go we to... Have, a, we have like at least four or five nobies. This one's we can play like, We can do it like soccer. We'll have stoppage time. <laughs> yeah, we, stoppage get, time. we get about five minutes of... Five questions of stoppage time that we didn't get. This shit. one's worth five points. No. Name all five nope. members of... Bill I don't Jam. give a shit. I'm making the rules. This one's worth five points. Name all the bands I went to see last week. That's right. easy. How now? Okay. This is worth five points. Oh you guys ready? Yep. He's a fighter. He's 5'10", 150 pounds. His blood type is O. And his birth date is 7-21-1964. He was a student of Master Shang Long, and he has developed into a pure warrior. He's devoted his entire life to perfection of his fighting skills and forsaken everything else in life. He has no home, no family, no friends. Instead, he wanders the globe seeking to test Joey. his own skills against other fighters. Wait. Mark. He's I said a, Joey. Wait. He's yeah, a, but you didn't finish until he He's a done. fictional character. He's a fictional character? You didn't say you didn't say it until he's done. Mark. The guy from Kung Fu Legend Continues. I don't know his real name. Fuck so. you. It's no, it's it's not David Carradine. No. Okay. So he said it's a fictional character. So it's a video game. Okay. Uh. Okay. Travels the world seeking other fighters. Seven twenty one nineteen sixty four. 150 pounds. Blood type O. Joey Ryu. Fifty years old on seven twenty one is Wait, Ryu. It's Ryu, not Rio. He said Rio. Okay, oh, Mark. I said. Ryu. I said. Oh, Mark, Joey wins. Mark, I said Ryu, not Rio. Joey wins because Ryo. because when I watched Pete Holmes, he said Ryu, and I'm gonna say that's the official pronunciation. <laughs> Fucking Ryu is 50 years old. Isn't that awesome? Oh, you're an asshole. No, I'm not. That's cool. All right, Jerry, that's me. All right, Joey, tell we'll us about your quick, weightlifting. We'll take a quick break to get our shit together. We'll be right back with uh, the Sober Shane Project. Hi, folks. I'd love to give uh, love to one of our final sponsors. Uh, going to the post office can suck and be a total time waster. Thankfully, Stamps.com is the easiest, most convenient way for individuals and businesses to manage all their mailing needs. Over 400,000 individuals and businesses, thank you, Shane, for knocking that over, uh, already use Stamps.com and manage their mailing needs. Print USPS postage right from your PC. Use Stamps.com posting to send, uh, to send letters, packages, and even priority mail. Stamps.com virtually eliminates all trips to the post office. Sign up for Stamps.com and get an $80 offer that includes postage and a free digital scale. Uh, Stamps.com offers a four-week no-risk trial for all new customers. Just quit lacing your lunch hour, folks, at the post office. Simply go to PositiveSarcasm.com and find the Stamps banner in the Sponsors page. We're closing up shop here. 
Mark's tired. Shane's drunk, what and I got I got one more meal in me. Um, what time at band camp? Yeah. So you guys remember that uh, place I told you about called um, Central Station? Right, I said earlier. Shane, I went wait. Take to... take a break, okay? Okay. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Um, I want to close up with the uh, Build a Better Man project, week five. Week four was actually pretty impressive, uh, but here's the thing with week five is now the sleep is really starting to get to me. So I'm going to talk more about instead of like the physical stuff because I got that down pat. All right, that that's coming along fine. My nutritionist and things like that, that's going perfectly smooth. Matter of fact, I'm basically a week away from competing, uh, but I'm going to stay on task as far as uh, the September 27th event before I continue moving forward. The mental part is key because when you start getting into shape and things like that, you can become overconfident and cocky. So that's the main thing. The whole point of this project is to build a better person as far as yourself physically and then mentally and then emotionally so that when you go out and meet people and when you go out and do other things, you're more of a pro- you're more of an approachable person. Joey. And hang on. Hang on. Let me finish. You've had plenty to say. So please <laughs> yeah. give me five minutes. Please go. I'm sorry. I'll talk Thank to you, you later. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry. After yelling at Mark last week, I feel compelled that one thing I'm trying to learn <laughs> – Go seriously, go. I respect what you're doing. Through the whole, yeah, yeah. I respect what you're doing. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm trying to build a rhythm here. I apologize. And one of the points of week five is what I'm trying to tell people is one of the things you need to learn through this whole process is control, because a lot of people just go into the gym, they crush it, they do all kinds of things, but when they come out of the gym, they still don't have any personality. They're still not successful. There's a lot of things that don't come with it. Physicality is only one of these things. When you go up on stage, you have to have confidence. You have to have a smile on your face. You have to have swagger. You have to have a great body. And then you also have to have something where the where the crowd can basically connect with you so that when you go out there, you're charismatic. And that's how you win the judges. That's how you win the crowd. But this is only week five. The most important thing is to work on yourself, try new things, be more open-minded, and be more of a positive person. That will help you not only in your workouts but once you leave the gym. I can only be at the gym so many times a week before my trainers say, hey, Go take a fucking break. You need a day off. Um, so that's what I try to do. Now, my original uh, plan as far as staying away from you know booze, drugs, and broads, that is still intact. I have not touched any of that stuff. I've stayed completely focused on the podcast, on the, on the portioning of the food, and working towards this event and my posing and everything like that. Completely focused on that. I saw Joey turn away two different girls last week. Yeah. You could call it the, if, you, if you changed drugs to, to bud, you could say... Actually, three Bs. <laughs> I'm not going to ruin well, this. Technically, I turned away three people because one of, Joey, them was, one of them was a guy. Joey, I like you. I respect what you're doing. Yeah, I'm man. sorry that I'm an asshole. That's fine. Yeah, uh, and, you're, and it's only when you've been drinking too much. Uh, but you know what? It's it's That's the whole point of it. I'm not here. You have to learn along this whole path. Is even though you think you're getting better, it is you are not in a position to judge anybody else in the current position that they're in. So the whole idea is do what you need to do for you. you everyone starts this type of project – uh, everyone starts this project for one reason, generally. But along the way, it gets tougher and tougher. So as further weeks, the further along you go, the, the harder it is to remember why you started in the first place. So every time you think of an excuse not to do something, add one more reason to continue doing it. So the next thing you know, you're five to ten weeks in, and not only do you have one reason, there's one reason why you kept going. There's ten, there's fifteen, there's twenty reasons. Okay? Because you, th- you have to realize, at that point, if you fail... You're not just failing yourself. You're failing a whole bunch of other people. You could be failing family. You could be failing a website, a podcast, your trainers. So you have to compile all this stuff. The whole idea is not fail. You want to continue forward. 
Whether and whether or not you actually win or place is irrelevant. The fact is that you have to give 110% and learn to listen to your trainers, learn to listen to your friends, learn to listen to your family. Even if what you, they have to say, it doesn't help you. Just you have to learn to understand where they're coming from. Okay, and that will help you as you move towards one of these events. This may not make sense now, but believe me, if you actually get started on one of these projects that I'm doing, you'll start to understand where I'm coming from, the discipline behind it, the amount of hours you take to, when you come home from work or you're, you're a mother of two or whatever. Uh, you still have to portion your food. You still have to get plenty of sleep, and you still have to get up in the morning and go do that cardio or whatever. All that stuff is what makes you that better person because in the end, there's no excuses. Everybody says they don't have time. That's bullshit. You actually do have the time. You do have the time. It is there. You just have to make it, okay? I originally thought I didn't have time. Then my trainer gave me a whole list of reasons why I was full of shit, and he was completely right. So I'm continuing forward. I just, I just have to learn how to get more sleep. Um, for, my, for the reasons I have, it is difficult. But in order for me to get the proper gains, for me to stay active, for me to have a, a better attitude towards things, you have to get more sleep. Because if you don't get more sleep, you're not going to get anything done. So that's the whole point of this of this week's uh, week, this week's talking of about Build a Better Man Project and the webisode that will be available at the end of this weekend as well as the podcast as well and the article. Focus on the mental part because that's what's going to get you through this. All right. On stage, it will be your physical and your and your posing presence. But mentally, mental is what's going to get you through this. That's going to get you that extra rep. That's And that's going to get you towards the goals that you're seeking. Uh, so all that stuff will be available shortly. Uh, also, you can find us uh, on Twitter at POS Sarcasm. You can also email us positive sarcasm at outlook.com or you can just simply go to the contact page at positive sarcasm.com. Hit us up at facebook.com slash positive sarcasm. You can even find Mark and I on uh, LinkedIn. You can find Joseph Matthew Corso or you can find Mark. Uh, I'll be He's connected to me on LinkedIn. You can definitely find us there, all the articles, my original articles. You know, that was the one thing I wanted to talk about um, real quick to close up. It's been about a year. It's been almost a year since I started this whole thing. 50 articles, 19 podcasts, several web webisodes. And the website itself. And now five weeks into the Building a Better Man project. All this stuff I've done from restaurant reviews to rants to political stuff to just jokey stuff, whatever. It's all there. And I've put a lot of time in there. I've, I've logged over 25,000 words, uh, 19 podcasts with these guys. It's uh, To look back and know that it's all there and it's all in writing and it's recorded and stuff is pretty impressive. Um, also, one final thing to wrap this up. Uh, I would like to take this opportunity to thank um, the song Eels Souljacker. This will be the final we uh, episode with Eels Souljacker as the opening song. years of bad luck. Yeah. Hey, this, I so think next every week, ten episodes, every ten, every ten uh, episodes, we will be switching out the next song. Next week, book. we should have one of the uh, songs from Hazards of Love. One of the rock and runs. I will. Bum, bum, I have a couple bum, songs in mind. Bum, I will pick one bum. out eventually, and we'll just and I will debut it on uh, the episode twenty of the podcast. But yeah, um, it's a great song. I recommend uh, Souljacker. The album uh, also includes Fresh Feeling. Uh, but yeah, Souljacker, E from the Eels. So definitely check that out. You can find that on Amazon. Hey, go to positivesarcasm.com, get that Eels album. Just click on the Amazon banner. 
And uh, next week we're working on a new song. Uh, working on next week's movie will probably be Seven Psychopaths. If anything changes, we will report it on Twitter. And make sure you guys go to uh, FirstTube.com or just Google um, Hazards of Love song explained. And Decemberists. That Decemberists, and that'll be uh, FirstTube.com. Go to that and listen to the Decemberists Hazards of Love. Oh, and one final thing. I did attend an OCB uh, show last weekend, physique competition, bikini, bodybuilding. Uh, all the pictures are, uh, are available on the social media platforms, and they're available in the events gallery at positivesarcasm.com. You can click there. There's also uh, two videos. There's one of Kim Pacheco. She was a physique slash bodybuilder contender. Uh, her, her actual routine is available on our website, so you can definitely check that out, the whole routine she did. Very impressive. And at the end of the night, when a bunch of us went out, some of us competitors, uh, one thing led to another, and the next thing you know, half of our clothes are off, and we're in the middle oh of Newburyport, middle of Newburyport, in the street, doing an actual pose-off in front of everybody in the restaurant. Um, you can check that out in the Build a Better Man link uh, at PositiveSarcasm.com. Hey. That was kind of funny. It's a little blurry, it, but yeah. it was very interesting. It, it's a pose-off. It it's was. A pose-off. It was a pose-off. <laughs> it was a straight-up, I go, are you ready for a pose-down? And she's like, let's pose do it. Off. You know, one margarita in, and that's what happens. Uh, but her husband is uh, awesome. He took it well, and uh, we had a bunch of fun. I, and since she was literally just finished with the competition, she kicked my ass. Billy Zane there? Yes, Billy Zane was there. And uh, Greg Proops from Whose Line Is It Anyways was also there. I just, I just spent, I just spent six months tripping balls off the edge of Mexico. Anyways, spider monkeys. We're almost the night. I love that. We're also 90 minutes. Zoolander, what up, fuckers? We're almost 90 minutes in. Uh, you guys got all that information in. If you didn't remember it, well, you can just rewind the podcast. Anyways, definitely hit us up on Twitter. Got a bunch of new followers, including Scott White, who is in D2 The Mighty Ducks and Transformers The Video Game. So I chatted with him a little bit. Pause. My theory on Mighty Ducks. All right, finish up with this. Okay. This is, we're going out on this. I love Mighty Ducks. Okay. Dude, if you were listening, I, I'm sure you're not, but guy who was in the movie, you were awesome. Scott White. Scott White. You Remember you said that part where you, you, your coach said you lost it, and you said you lost it for yourself, and you're from Iceland? That was awesome. Here's my theory about Mighty Ducks. Closing with this. Mighty Ducks, okay? Season one. Mighty Ducks, movie one. We're trying to be the best team in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Right? They win the Pee Wee fucking league in Minnesota. Minneapolis, Minnesota, right? Okay. okay. Season two, or episode, movie two. Oh my god, they're Team USA. They're the best fucking team in USA, and they're taking on Iceland and all these other countries, they right? A couple of kids playing with them. Right? Going to Bombay. Okay, right? Yeah. Episode three. We want to be the varsity team in high school. It makes no sense. They went from Pee Wee League. To the World USA best team ever. Yeah, but then they're trying to make a fucking a fucking high school team after that. Well, maybe they got maybe they got they got a little cocky after I'm just saying, doesn't that seem a little screwy? No, because when I watched them, they're awesome. I know they're awesome, but still. I was like 14. Okay, if you can't separate yourself from your childhood, you stop. Ooh, that was a shot. Wow. That was a shot Gordon jump. Bombay. Somebody break out the Zapruder film. Hey, I think Mark just got shot. Gordon Bombay, if you can't triple deke your way into this thought process, then it's not my fault. Anyways. We're going to let that one go this week. And oh, really? Yeah. Doesn't it make sense, though? Isn't that funny? It's a fucking Mighty Ducks movie. I thought it was funny. Because <laughs> it goes from, like, 
hey, we're the best Pee Wee League team in town, to world, we're the best team in the world, to I want to make a high school team. You know that was a kids movie, right? Yes, I'm just so saying it's funny. They should have went Mighty Ducks 3 and made it number 2. And then made yeah. Right? So, so in closing, what Mark is trying to say, or what Shane is trying to say, is uh, Scott White, we support you. We support you. You are good. You can, yeah, you can find him in my followers section under at POS Sarkis. That's also where I learned where Iceland is mostly green and Greenland's mostly ice. Yep. Mighty Ducks 3, what up? We're Peace. done here. This has been a positive sarcasm presentation. Shane, drink your juice.